Welcome and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition, exciting, harrowing edition of four gentlemen uh, speaking a bunch of excrement. I am the host for this evening, Khalil, and joining me are Mr. Maddie B, Toby, and Ty Roan. Gentlemen, how goes it? How was your week? Weekend, etc. It was a busy one, but it's been good. Yep, I'll agree with that. <laughs> well, we are going to get busy on tonight's topic. Jesus, a uh, in-depth analysis and deep dive into Rolling Stones' top 500 albums of all time which we will get into right after this. So, fellas, I, um, like many people who saw Rolling Stone's most recent list of the top 500 albums of all time, had many, many questions. So they published a list, for those who are unaware, uh, in 2020, at the end of 2020, they published a list of the top 500 albums of all time, according to their... um, I think it was like a combination of people in the industry as well as uh, editors and writers in the business. And this is the second time they published the list. I believe the first one was in 2003. So historically, when rock critics do a top 500 albums list, the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band usually sits at the summit for many, many reasons, for um, influence, cultural impact, et cetera, et cetera. So what is new about this list is not only, not only does the number one spot not feature a Beatles album, because sometimes I see lists that have Revolver, which is another Beatles album, as the top album of all time. This one has Marvin Gaye's yep. 1971 soul masterpiece was going on as the uh, greatest album of all time. And of course, you know, I read the comment section on uh, rollingstone.com and needless to say, you know, there were many unhappy campers. So before fellas, I get your perspective on this. I believe that the uh, inclusion of rather uh, Marvin Gaye's album being number one, as well as the proliferation of many uh, non-rock albums being in the top 100 this time, may be due to the um, cultural environment and the upheaval that occurred last year, and maybe that um, opened up the eyes of the... uh, the, uh, the the critics and the writers at the magazine thinking, you know, um, 
most of the practitioners and consumers of rock music are are white. You know, I'm black and I love the hell out of rock. But, you know, culturally, you know, we associate rock with white and R&B, soul, rap, whatever, with black. So I think this was an attempt to uh, level the playing field a bit and also consider um, non rock pieces as you know being um equally great in terms of like you know cultural impact artistic merit etc so gentlemen i would like to hear your thoughts all right here's my take first of all this is coming from a teacher standpoint what i don't understand is what what is the what is the criteria for this fucking list because it seems very <laughs> subjective and it seems very much like like you said, Khalil, I feel like they changed a lot of where they stood in the in this because of recent uh, social and political upheaval that, you know, obviously is not new, but has been mm-hmm. ramped up and riled up due to uh, extremists and terrorists, domestic terrorists, et cetera, et cetera, and the changing of the guard, so to speak. Um, where's a rubric that says how we score this? Because I'm reading... I'm reading through just even through the first, the, the top ones. Why the fuck is the Beach Boys Pet Sounds number two of all time? Are you kidding? The Beach yeah, that's been number two on a lot of lists for at least like two, for at least 20 years. Some of these, some of these albums on here are not these artists' seminal work. And I'm going to use that word a lot. Joni Mitchell's Blue is number three. I'm, are you kidding me? Like, these are not artists' seminal work there are some you know purple rain is at eight yes i agree but i mean there are some really just ones on here that make you scratch your head so seminal doesn't always mean best best selling because i know for the beach boys pet sounds is seen as a masterpiece of pop in terms of like the harmonies and brian wilson you know that's considered his um what do you call someone's like um their uh, greatest work, whatever the term. Seminal. But yeah, seminal, yes, yes. Yeah, that's so, the word I use, yeah, yeah. seminal. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I did, I, yeah. Hello? All right. Oh. So, fellas? Oh, I thought, sorry, I thought I heard something. Yeah. All right, so, uh, do you guys mind if I chime in for just a half second? No, go ahead, it's, the floor is yours. All right, so I, I 100% agree with Toby about what the criteria is for this. Yes, some of these albums are pretty good, but for me, the two greatest albums, biggest selling albums of all time, and they keep going back and forth, is uh, uh, yep. Michael Jackson's Thriller and uh, and uh, the Eagles. Um, and the Eagles come into this list mm-hmm. at number 55 for that exact album, which is one of the biggest out selling albums mm-hmm. of all time. And Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's not even nope. in the top mm-hmm. 10. Thriller. So I'm like, what? what is this? What? And then Liz, yeah, who the fuck is that? I know who that I is, but dude, you know what? You know what, though, yeah, Ty, yeah, yeah. in all honesty, that's my point is that yeah. why is there not specific, why is there not a grading rubric or a scoring rubric that says, here's how we're ranking these albums based on these points, and then you take you get the people at Rolling Stone, you get a handful of people to vote, you get a committee, and then you average out the scores, and you do it fair and square. This seems extremely subjective. Like yeah. you said, 
if we're not just going by sales, but sales should be part of the rankings. It should be sales. It mm -hmm, should mm -hmm. be political impact. I mean, you can't really score that, but but yes, right. Well, yes, influence. You, you know what? Yeah. You know the sound that people. In that case, okay, the Beach Boys. Uh, they they have a huge influence, and a lot of people, you know, learned a lot from that and, and built from that. But that's the one thing. That's nothing else that makes Correct. that one of the greatest Correct. albums of all time. Oh. Yeah, it's in the top one hundred. Is it in the top five? Fuck oh, and no. Lauren and what? Lauren Hill. Oh, excuse me. She oh. wants to be called Miss. She wants to be called Miss Lauren Hill. Miss Lauren Hill is in the top ten. Of all time, so I was like, um, she's yes, number ten. Exactly. She's, she is over. So Lauren Hill is over any Queen, Led Zeppelin, David correct, Bowie. Correct, correct. Yes, yes. Like that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Elliot is how, in this top one hundred. It's just like this list was thrown together last minute. It's like they picked their favorite albums and then they just threw them together. Like this is a like this. Is what I don't get, guys. Rolling Stone is a very reputable publication, right? Mm -hmm. They do this list frequently, correct? People are going mm -hmm. to read this, which lends to your credibility and your validity as a publication. How dare you, and again, I'm just speculating, but how dare you take to get take 500 albums and literally throw them together willy-nilly because that's the impression I get with this list. I do not see mm -hmm. any semblance of order or mm -hmm. any semblance of we're taking time and energy to see here's this album's influence. This list bullshit. Yeah. And what's what's worse about it is yes, they give you the list, and then underneath you expect Thank a you. reasoning for Thank why you. they're number 55 Thank or number you. 12 or anything like that. It's just it's a, a, fucking, a fucking interview. Yeah, I don't is. give a it's fuck a, about it's that. It's a blurb about the album. We don't give a shit about that. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I 100 percent Holy shit. <laughs> I thought I was saying, holy <laughs> shit. It's it sorry, do you guys hear an echo? I heard one second, but it's all right. Yeah, it's an echo. Okay. I don't hear it anymore. But. All right. So I 100% agree with all of the feedback that you guys have been giving, even reading this. But what I was most shocked by is number one, you already said it, Lauren Hill in the top 10. What the fuck? Kanye West. In 17, yes. mind you, that's one of the Kanye. best albums he's ever done. Mind college dropout, all of that for sound and influence. It's amazing. It's not fucking rock. And there's no reason that needs to be anywhere close to the top 100. Mm -mm. Matt, he is in yeah, this motherfucker twice. No, I, it, it's insane. Like, and I twice. No, how about this? The Rolling Stones, and Toby, you hit, a, you hit the nail on the head. You kind of took everything that I was going, that I was thinking about too. Is like, like, I have no idea what to do with this, where to take it, and what nope. to trust with it. No, exactly. I think there's some valuable stuff in here. Some of the albums are incredible, but the order is just completely fucked. So chaotic. So you guys mentioned that Kanye has two albums in the top 500. Guess what? What? So, okay. So, of course, the Beatles have the most. The Beatles have nine albums in the top 500. Sure. Bob Dylan is in second place with seven. Kanye West is in third place with six. Yeah, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Do wow. you guys think that yeah. my question is this then? Do you think that this list and, and especially in the higher rankings, do you think this list has anything to do with preserving legacy? Hmm. Does it have anything to do with preserving an artist's What's that? reputation? I don't know. What's that I don't know. Sorry. No, I was I was gonna I say I don't know. Okay. Mainly because okay. yeah, I, I think too. so. 
Just curious. Yeah, I think it's doing away. I mean, with le- le- legacy, and it's just like, like for instance, Beyonce's album, uh, her Lemonade album is in the top one hundred. So I think they were like, legacy be damned with this. Okay, got it. But I, I mean, I hear the legacy be damned part, but again, back to what Toby said, it needs to have some kind of rubric so other people will understand mm-hmm. what they're doing and how they're choosing. Well, it doesn't awesome. make a lot of sense. I mean, the big... I mean, and I, I'm just going by the top 100 because that's what I could retain. I couldn't retain 500, yeah, I Toby. I mean, no, 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 I just expect anybody to. I could to. retain 100 of them. <laughs> so... You know, I, the, the Beatles show up. At the, I, I'm not a Beatles yeah, fan, but they show up. They sh- yeah, they show up in the top 35 for the first. Uh, show up in the top 100 at number 35, and then after that, you see about four of their albums, you know, rammed off. And you know, I understand that because these are, you know, these are really good albums. I will give them that. But mm. Missy Elliott, wait, uh, where? Lauryn Hill. Wait, where's, yes. where's Missy huh? on the fair? I, I didn't know what number she. Had. Missy Elliott is, was like in the top either yeah, 50, uh, 50 mm. or 20. Yeah, she's yeah, up there. She's up there. Mm. Wow. She's, she's above the Eagles. Mm. And I'm like, oh, what? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a good album, but it's not it's is not it, top yeah. 100 album. And there's no Tupac. If she's here, yeah. why is it Tupac here? Yeah. That's, That's the other point, point I was thinking, thinking about. about. Is If they're going to make inclusions to some of these things, they're leaving off pretty much anyone that set the stage for these artists in those genres like Tupac, Biggie, all of those things came before Missy Elliott and all those other folks, um, Lauren Hill, it makes no sense to throw them in and not include any of essentially the stewards for where that music You're and right. sound came from. So Tupac's first appearance, Tupac's first appearance on the list, his first and only appearance is at number 436. This is all bullshit. You gotta yeah, be shit out. Out. I'm writing a I'm writing a stern. Yeah, Which okay. album is uh, it? All eyes oh, on me. Okay. Hey. No, no, that's that's a classic album. No, hey guys, it has to be guys, hey, guys, I'm gonna write. So I'm gonna write to Rolling Stone. I'm gonna write a letter that my mom taught me how to write to uh, companies. You know how it goes. Oh shit! The letter goes like this: <laughs> wow. To whom it may concern, fuck you. Strong letter to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the crazy thing. They they did it like to it goes back to Toby's point. There was no rhyme or reason in it because again, if you're gonna throw in all these things that aren't rock, you've gotta throw in pretty much the basis and the the trailblazers for those Mm -hmm. initial Mm -hmm. genres. As you call it, otherwise it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But that's and, and don't get me wrong, Marvin Gaye is, to me, a pioneer. He is a, a fantastic artist. But the What's Going On album, as it is very good, is not the greatest album of all time. <laughs> so let me ask you, so, so Tyrone Riley, and I'm not saying what's going on is or isn't. So Tyrone, what to you is the greatest album of all time? To me, the greatest album of all time is... It has to be an album that influenced everybody and sold a lot of albums and created like a new wave of what whatever genre they're in is in. So I would I would have said, hey, if they said Nirvana, never mind, I would have like, okay, 
well, I can see, I can understand kind of a thing. If they, if they even gone and taken it a step further and was like, you know, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, 36 Chambers, I would have been like, oh, okay, I can, all right, maybe I can see so that. So when you say but influence everybody, to... everybody, so what's going on, influence within, genre, within so that... what's going on was a huge influence within its, 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 its genre. Yeah, but we had this conversation some some months ago where I was I said that not everything is always going to be the greatest thing mm -hmm. ever, forever. You know, what's going on at the time in the 70s? I'm pretty sure you if you made this list, it should be right at the top. We are 40 yeah. way, years away from that. And music has changed so much and what we hear and how we hear it. And there's so many other uh, brands of music now that you have to consider that. So, I mean, yeah, I'm glad to see some hip hop there. It should have been better mm -hmm. hip hop. Uh, Ready to die, Biggie Smalls. That was nice to see him in there. The fact that Tupac is three hundred the other way pissed mm -hmm. me off. But you know what I mean? I just looking at the list. It feels like it feels like the owners of uh, Rolling Stone were yeah. like, "Hey, we're picking the last no, five. Fuck what yeah, you guys the last say. Five the last, last five. Are on. And 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 you know what? I was just thinking while you guys were talking about how they could have created certain criteria for this. And again, teacher brain going off over here. And one way they could have done it is a way they could have scored this is, for example, let's just use just as a jumping off point. Let's just say what's going on. How many movies have his songs from that album have appeared in, you know, how many times have those songs appeared in movies? You should get a point for that. How many times has somebody sampled your song? You get a point for that. How many times has somebody referenced your song? Yeah. How many times? Here's even a better one, guys. How about this? How many times has somebody referenced your work in the liner notes of their album? Boom. Mm. That's like two points right there. How many? Because that's that's authentic. Like for an artist to come in, let's just say Drew Hill. I'm just throwing an artist. Mm -hmm. Drew Hill's like, and we want to say thank you for Marvin Gaye's What's Going On for Being Trailblazers. Trailblazer. Boom, you get two points. It's that simple. You guys are a reputable. You have readers who read your publication. You've got to do a better job. Yeah. Agreed. 100% agreed. Yeah, looking at some... And, I, and, and maybe and maybe they they write it this way to get us doing exactly yes, what we're I doing right some, now. Yeah, which is I, I figured that too. That's a good point. They wanted to stir the pot because how? why else would some of these albums be ranked so so, so highly? Yeah. Like, like, like Beyonce being number 32, like you, you, you just wanted to start something. Like... They did. Basically, they yes. put their list on shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's exactly a good what point. it is. They just they Pretty took much. their list, they hit shuffle, and then they ranked them. That's true. They were yeah. got, they got lazy. They got lazy. They were just like, ah, hey, we don't have yeah. enough time to do this. We're bored. We so I have a Excel sheet of the entire list. So for um, giggles, let's just see the first appearance of Queen. Where do they first I wrote, appear? I wrote. Fuck you. Tyrone, they probably, they probably don't. They probably don't. 128. A Night at the Opera is Queen's first appearance on the list at number 128. Oh, One of the greatest albums right. of all time is yeah, 128. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I give up. Yeah. So let's see who is above Queen. Oh, Drake, Drake, uh, is a bet, is better than Drake. Drake uh, Drake's, Drake's take care. Drake's take care is better than Queen. Uh, a, a night at the oh. opera, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. No, Drake. Yes. I think I don't even know what's more egregious, Drake or Beyonce being in the top 100. I'm going Drake. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. At least Beyonce, 30 years from now, we're going to be talking about her like she was Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Drake, we're not going to be talking about Drake. Drake is over Led Zeppelin's de- de- oh, debut album, really which is, I think, I think, classic. Yep. Matter of fact, Led Zeppelin only has one album in the top 100. Mm, I didn't even check that. Yeah, you're right. Oof. Yep. Oof. You know me, I love Led Zeppelin and I love Queen, so I noticed that mm. immediately. Fuck and me. I was like, okay. Fuck hey, where does Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd the wall go? Oh, let us see. Oh, yeah, they're, they're like, like uh, in the 60s. No, no. They're 55. So the wall is 129. The fuck? Wow. Are you fucking wow. kidding me? Wow. That is a joke. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, it is. That is one Absolutely. of the most influential Absolutely. albums of all time. There was a <laughs> So their, their highest ranked album is 55, is, Dark Side of the Moon. It's one thing, listen, yeah. it's one thing to get people talking about this list. It's another thing to make egregious, clerical, and otherwise errors in your list. This is egre- This is an egregious misappropriation of, I mean, it's <laughs> bad. It's embarrassing. It's one thing to stir the pot. Yeah. This is not stirring the pot. This is straight out of the fire, frying pan and into the fire. This is mm-hmm. bad. It's, this yeah, is man. unconscionable. That's, that's me right, right there. there where they put well, just for shit. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Dark Side Yo, of the Moon should be Yo, a Taylor top 10 Swift. album. Yep. You know who's ranked above uh, uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. He comes in at 99. Mm. And then which one? one? What? I don't. They oh, all right. sound the same. I don't know what was on that one. Do you Is know what? Random? Listen. Uh, this also goes on the scoring criteria. Do you know why Pink Floyd's, uh, why Dark Side of the Moon should go in the top 10? Be- because of that what? urban legend about playing it and starting the Wizard of Oz yeah, mm-hmm. at the same time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, right? well, it is it's real. not an urban I mean, legend. It's, an, it it's real. an urban legend. You, but yes, no, if you, if yeah. you started, it's like on the third MGM Lion Roar. It's really great to do when you're under the influence. But, um, but yes. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking. For, I'm looking I for just, more madness. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's too much. It's just well, just just for sits and giggles. Who who shows up at number two hundred? I'm just gonna throw number, number two hundred is Sade Diamond Life. I, I can okay. live with that. I'm not okay. Let's see who 300 is. 300 is Shania Twain. Come on over. 400 is the Go-Go's Beauty and the Beat, which I think is their like debut album. Hey, hey Khalil, where, where okay. does Akinelli's yep. Put It in Your Mouth show up? No. That is right outside. It, it narrowly <laughs> missed the list. It's, it's 501. It's 501. Um, where does the NWA just go fall? <laughs> Yo, is that album even on this? I what? saw NWA was in the Let top 100. Let me see if the Just Unbited uh, album is it. in the... Yeah. <laughs> it's the world's biggest... <laughs> Fuck it. 
So Straight Outta Compton is 70. Let's see what else is on there. And Straight Outta Compton is their only album. Also an abomination. Also an abomination. That's an abomination. What's 500? What's the worst album? Arcade Fire. I never heard the album, but it's Arcade Fire is the group and Funeral is the album. And I've never heard that album. That is Mm-hmm. That's, that's number five. The title of the album is Funeral. Wow, that's a wow, that's an appropriate yes. uh title for this, for this list. <laughs> <laughs> to be killed. Well, here's the thing, though, this would be shocking. shocking. I'll, I'll make, make the argument that that should be way ahead of that because they're mm-hmm. kind of some of the stewardess of like indie rock of mm-hmm. kind of like the, the 20th, the 20th, uh, you know, 21st century. Like, like they're, they're, they're right, right up there, there with um. Mumford and Sons, and a few of the other people that have kind of changed sound for that. So yeah, yeah, that, that's shocking. So Matt, uh, to uh, add on to something you mentioned earlier about some of the uh, some of the uh, the pioneers of rock, you know, should be higher. So it's funny because the pioneers are way at the bottom because Muddy Waters is four hundred and eighty three, Howlin' Wolf is four hundred and seventy seven. So pioneers, yeah. What a damn. And I wonder what their excuse for that is, because it doesn't make any damn sense. And again, it, it, it kind of goes down Chuck to Chuck in the top one hundred legacy. So that's what that that's what it appears. It definitely appears that way. Like, hmm. Fuck out of here! I hate this dumbass list. Hey, were there any questions? Did we talk about anything? Oh, or was it just us oh, yelling for thirty oh, minutes? Oh. That was the point. <laughs> it was just us yelling, but it was great. Yelling and using big words. <laughs> yelling and using big words for thirty. It was great. It was glorious. Yeah. You know, I'm curious. I've never been an Elvis fan, but I'm curious just to see his first appearance on this list. Oh. I know he's in the top 100. Yeah, Elvis's first appearance is at 78. Where's Rolling Stones? The, then that's his only appearance. Let's see. The Rolling Stones' first appearance is at number 14, Exile on Main Street. And that was in the top five, I think, on the, on the last time they did this list. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Their first appearance is number 14. Mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones, yeah. They only have one album in the top 500, the Rolling Stones. No, 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 Stones. no, they have more than one, uh, but that's their first appearance on the list is that number 14. Let me see how many. I actually have a, another. Um, oh, you're working your way. Okay, I so you. I have another in, sheet that actually has who has the most appearances. So Rolling Stones have six. So Rolling Stones, Neil Young, and Shudder. Kanye West are tied with six albums apiece the on this fuck? list. <laughs> and Led Zeppelin and David Bowie are, and Bruce Springsteen all, all have five. Hey, and don't get me wrong. I like Kendrick Lamar. I really do. I, I've, I've said it a thousand times. He's like the savior of hip-hop to me. You, you know, he's saving it for me. How the fuck is he in the top 100 and Tupac Shakur is not? I totally agree with you. Oh, I totally agree with you. Possible. Yeah. Totally agree. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand this list. And so the yeah. genre. I understand. I broke it down by genre also. So, of course, you know, rock has the most um, appearances with um, 219 of the 500 albums are, are, are rock. And uh, let's see, right below that is hip hop with 58 appearances, which is very interesting. Yep. Like, again, Joni Mitchell, and I love her, 
is in the top five. Correct. And Michael correct, Jackson correct, is correct. not. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. Again, if you, I'm not saying. If you I'm open the door for these things. things. <laughs> you can't just hit shuffle. <laughs> Michael Jackson's not. The Rolling Stones not. Uh, fucking Queens not. Uh, Led Zeppelin's not. I'm just doing rock bands right now. If I wanted to go hip hop, I would say, hey. If anything, I would have put Wu Tang in that top five. If you want to spice it up, because it's really one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time, concept albums. No one had ever did anything like that before. It influenced a whole new wave. They only did three uh, group albums after that. Everything else was individual. No one did what they did. Put them in the top three. I'm still surprised. Oh, yeah, REM. Let's see. Rapid Eye Movement. Where are you guys on this list? I think they're like number eighty. Uh, now it's giving me everything that has REM in the in, in the word. Great. Let me see. Let me let me capitalize. Maybe that'll help. Great. Yeah, so. And fuck this list. Did we say that already? Oh, oh good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to your, your strongly worded letter. I might actually seriously write them a letter that says <laughs> you should consider creating a scoring rubric or having a, like criteria. To, to make this list for future endeavors because yeah. it may actually be a more valid and reliable list as opposed to throwing things together. Because where are you getting this from? Yeah. You don't have any. There's no rhyme or it's just your it's just your beliefs and values and and interviews. I mean, who gives a shit? Yeah. So Matt intern did this list. That's what it was. Matt, I am completely shocked. R E M do not have a single album on this list, which is mind boggling. That's mind-boggling. No, 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 that's not true. Wait, because I, they do. I just they did do. a search and I put them in alphabetical. They're in the top hold 100. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. They're in there. Then, because I just put, I did an alphabetized list of everyone. Okay. No, they're, they're definitely in it. So, so why are they not showing up on this? I just alphabetized the entire 500 and I'm not seeing REM. I'm sure they're in there. I just am amazed that they're not in the top 100 or at least top 50. Hmm. No, they're definitely not in the top fifty. But they are in the top one hundred. Where is you guys? Oh, they are. Wait, so why didn't they show up anyway? Sorry. So um automatic for the people is their first appearance at ninety-eight. The fuck. All right, another one for shits and giggles, it should be easy to find. I'm curious where they put it, because I ain't searching for it. ZZ Top, where do they fall? She's got legs. Let's see. Uh uh oh, no, that's not right. I, it just said uh, Excel cannot find the data you're searching for. That cannot be right. There has to be one ZZ Top album in there. There's got to be one ZZ Top album. There's got to be one. <laughs> wah, wah. All, all right. right. Well, well, we could be here <laughs> yeah, all night. Where's, uh, where's Sorry, the. We must say talk. Where's the uh, Junkyard Band in there? Yeah, Junkyard the, uh, Band. Huckabuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Raw image. EU. So, so, fellas, this has been quite a lively show. Thank you for your very strong opinions. And I, for once, agree with everything that was said. So, yes. we will shoot off On, our um, angry our angry letters and emails to the editors and we demand that a revision be done right. post haste. 
Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike a recount. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Khalil, do you mind if I say one Go thing, ahead. sir? Uh, on a sadder note, I, I wanted to uh, say out loud, man, rest in peace to Dustin Diamond. I, I learned that he passed away today from cancer. Yep. That is not a joke. He actually did pass away. R.I.P. Screech. R.I.P. Screech. 44 years old. Yeah, this year has already taken so much away in one month. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely rest in peace to uh, – Dustin Diamond, it was very fast too. Like he was diagnosed in January, but anyway, yeah, rest in peace to Mr. Dustin Diamond. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another uh, episode of Four Guys Sing a Bunch of Excrement. I hope you enjoyed yourself as much as we did. Until then, Toby, Matt, and Tyrone signing off. Until next week, America. <laughs>